Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you are in. I sure do appreciate y'all joining me and giving me a little bit of your time. I know you have other things that you could be doing. So, thank you very much. I appreciate it. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, to tell others about it, to subscribe to it, thank y'all very much. Very grateful for that. I will try and use your time wisely. Hopefully, it gives you at least a little... uh, little bit of or some tools for your tool bag hopefully it helps the country just a little bit not a lot on the homestead trying to keep help keep some of these trees alive still dry still hot um Haven't lost any more chicks, thankfully, so that's good. I guess that's about it. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast for the people that listen to it and share it, subscribe to it, be with them and their families, bless them, keep them safe, surround them with your angels, protect them from evil. Thank you for the time that you're giving us to try and turn our country back around to you. Help us to do that. Forgive us our sins, the ones we admit, the ones we try and hide. Watch over our leaders, from the president, vice president, admirals, generals, senators and representatives, judges. Help them to seek you first, Father. Help us to elect men who fear you, who rule in the fear of you, Lord. And God, my words, please, in your son's name we pray, amen. So we're going to come back to uh, talking about school time, why the school day and the year being long is just so, so bad for students. Uh, Really did not think I was going to have two days out of this podcast, but we'll see if we can wrap it up. Uh, So we were talking at the end of the last one whenever it was about the fact that we've become a two-income society. And that that design, uh, or the push toward that, is not accidental. Uh, We're going back and reading just a few quotes of John Dewey's real quick, who's considered the architect or father of uh, modern public education in America. 
some comments of his from observations in Soviet Russia back in the 1920s. And it really makes it clear what we're seeing today, really across the country, but particularly in education. It's not happenstance. It was, is deliberate. And part of it is that push for those two-income families to get wife, mom out of the home. And to have our children raised by others starting early on in daycare and then school for another 12 to 14 years, both of which can be more easily controlled by the state. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep going. Uh, they were talking about the economic weakening the the support from home and church. For example, the limitation of living quarters enforced in Russia, as in other countries by the war, the Great War, World War One, is deliver deliberately taken advantage of to create social combinations wider than that of the family and that cut across its ties. So they're trying to weaken, again, those family ties. You just, you have to see that, folks. You, you have to, at some point, and I know uh, I grew up in a small rural school with some phenomenal teachers and administrators. They weren't all. There were some really bad ones in there. But there were some really good ones, too, that had what was best for the students at heart and really tried to help strengthen those core values of our country to instill them in those students. So please, and there's still some good ones today, folks. I know some of them. I've talked to some of them. Administrators and counselors and teachers that really care about these kids. This idea out there that you hear sometimes that there's just no good teachers at all. It's just, it's not any, it's not true. And it's no less false or misguided than the idea that we can just completely trash public education, the education of our masses. You can't have a republic that doesn't have an educated people. Our founders knew that. The problem today is we're not we're not educating our children. We're we're propagandizing them. If you'll let me make up words here every once in a while. And that's that's what these these quotes tie in with from John Dewey. So we get back to this impressions of Soviet Russia. 
this particular chapter is titled, What Are Russian Schools Doing? Our special concern here is with the role of the schools in building up forces and factors whose natural effect is to undermine the importance and uniqueness of family life. There's a quote. I need to go find it. We're going to do a little series on Churchill coming up. I think we need to because the parallels are so strong. Uh, and it really talked about the fact that Churchill was on, one of the few, if not the only one in Britain, or, or one of a very few, that actually believed Hitler when he said the things that he said. And of course, he did exactly what he said. As far as how he laid it out in Mein Kempf, however you pronounce that. The left is laying out exactly what Dewey is talking about here a hundred years ago. They're still doing it. They're looking for ways in schools of building up forces and factors who undermine the importance and uniqueness of family life. I mean, they even admit that family life is important and they want to cut those ties so that the children become tied to the state instead of to God and their family. It is obvious to any observer that in every Western country, the increase of importance of public schools has been at least coincident with a relaxation of older family ties. What is going on in Russia appears to be a planned acceleration of this process. For example, the earliest section of the school system dealing with children from three to seven, three to seven folks, aims in the cities to keep children under its charge six, eight, and ten hours per day. And in ultimate ideal, although far from present fact, this procedure is to be universal and compulsory. Folks, we go to school, our kids go to school way too long. Every day, the hours are too long, the year is too long, they start school too early, and many of them, close to the majority probably, stay in school too long. This is not accidental, it's specifically meant to weaken the ties to the family, the ties to God and the church. And they lay this out here. Dewey's very open about this. This is a hundred years ago. The importance of public schools is at least coincidence, co- coincident with a relaxation of older family ties. They want to cut those ties to the family. They want to cut those ties. And why do they want to cut the ties? When he he just says family here, right, in this particular instance, why do they want to cut those ties? And he talked about it earlier. We read this quote the other day. Because when you don't have children at home with the mother learning, you don't have those values of the mother and father instilled in those children. You don't have the principles of God instilled in those children. Then the state can come in. 
and take over. And that's exactly what you see today. That's why we have this huge push to have children longer and longer in school and more and more time away from their families, away from God. And that's why you see the fight against school choice so, so desperately from the left. They've done a really good job of this, folks. We're the people that that claim or that are patriots, conservatives, we're way, way behind the ball on this. They've been doing this for decades, folks. And we, I guess, in our naivety, just couldn't grasp that this was going on. I've got a couple more quotes if I get a chance, but there's a little vignette here. Let me read this last little bit. Uh, just a little bit below that last quote, in which children, talking about these summer schools, uh, these all-day kindergarten schools will spend a large part of the summer months. I mean, so they were going toward year-round school all the way even down for little kids, right? I had a little, had a conversation a while back, I can't remember how long, uh, with someone that educated for years, and years and we were talking about the generational difference what are generations the the different view right maybe like those born in the 40s 50s maybe even the 60s the difference of their view compared to those of us born maybe in the uh, late 70s, maybe 80s and 90s. And we were talking about the difference in view of uh, men and women, right? Uh, you throw in Title IX, you throw in just societal feminism, leftism, kind of stuff like that. Uh, but one of the things, one of the big differences we talked about was how that earlier generation, a, a lot of these things, uh, this this person that had been in education for a long time, that grew up in that generation, that older generation, they said, or we talked about the fact that they just didn't see that stuff. It was impossible. It was there, but... And, and, and they said, you know, we should have seen it, but we didn't. Until it got so bad that it just all of a sudden popped in our face. Whereas... My generation, those later generations, we grew up with it. These attacks on the family, uh, these attacks on men, this promotion of the lies of feminism. You saw it. I saw it in the Marine Corps. I saw it starting in college. You know, we grew up with this stuff, and so we've seen it. I, I had a conversation with a, a young student going off to college this year, actually, talking about the fact that, that the college that they're going to that was assumed to be really conservative they said, no. They said, no, sir. It, it has propaganda, LGBTQ stuff all over the place. It's just flooded with it. And this control that Dewey talked about of the state is becoming even greater in our universities, just like in our K-12. through So the stuff has been there, folks. Um, we just haven't wanted to pay attention. The left has been doing this for decades. They're way ahead of us. 
in trying to take our children away from us. We just haven't been paying attention. And whether this turns into a real civil war, a real fight or not, we're not going to turn America back around, whether it's a real fight or not, unless we win back education and culture specifically for our children. Have to. If you get a chance, tell one person about the podcast, please. If you get a chance, subscribe to it over on Buzzsprout. It's $3 a month. You get all the extra episodes that we do each week. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.